Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys, playing with bombs like kids playing with toys. One warm December, our hearts will see a world where men are free. Hello, 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 everybody. I am user 1.5 at the Black Jackson Estate, and this is our 12 Days of Christmas special. And for everybody here at the Black Jackson Estate, we wish everybody love, peace, and joy around the world. I'm excited today because we have a really, really fun episode and a special guest. We are steadily marching to the end, thank God. But first, I want to introduce the brainchild of this entire 12 days. User one, how you doing? Merry Christmas. Oh, God. Now, I started with a Stevie Wonder song. Now, I need you to, I need you to fall in line. Nah. <laughs> I am fantastic. Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you are fully embracing the Christmas spirit because... It's worth embracing love, joy, peace, happiness, goodwill towards all men, even the people you generally don't wish anything towards good or bad or the people you are actively (laughs) wishing bad against. And if you're doing that, I'm not going to act like I don't understand it, but it's probably not the best course of action. But thank you guys for hanging out with us all the way to day eight. We've got a couple more days left. We've got amazing guests, including our guests for today. And thank you again for your constant support. Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you probably should be. Um, uh, Check us out there. And thank you again to everyone listening around the world. I still find it incredible that people listen around the world to this very humble podcast created to add something very unique and we felt needed to the Michael Jackson conversation and fan community. So, yeah, I'm here. You're here. Yes, you are. And like I just said, we have a very special guest. She's one of our faves. You guys know her. You guys love her from her blog, MJ Fangirl blog. Aisha, MJ Fangirl, welcome back. Yay, I'm back. Hello, hello. I'm really excited to be back with you guys again. This is awesome. Yes, I'm so glad to have you. So the last time we had you on our podcast, we had so much fun. We talked about the Jackson Family Honors television special. (laughs) Yes, yes. That was something, wasn't it? (laughs) Something. That's a good word. I like that word. Very positive. Yeah, it was definitely something. That episode, we got so many comments on, so many likes on. People loved listening to you and your opinions and your thoughts about the Jackson Family Honors TV special. So thank you so much for gracing us then and gracing us today for Christmas with your presence. We really appreciate you. Yeah, I'm really excited. I had so much fun on that um, conversation as well. And I'm excited for another deep dive into another fun topic that I feel like, yeah, we never really talk about or as Michael Jackson fans, or at least I haven't seen anyone else really um, address this topic so I'm excited for today today is gonna be fun but first before we jump into our topic today we want to because we have you on the line we definitely want to ask you about your thoughts about the thriller 40 special that just or I guess documentary is what they're calling it that just was released on December the 2nd around the world on Paramount Plus and Showtime give us your thoughts Okay, so yes, Thriller 40, I had so many expectations for, I think, like a lot of fans, um, you know, this was built up to be something bigger than what it ended up being, at least in my opinion. Um, I felt like a lot 
was um, omitted that should have been included. Like, first and foremost, you know, it didn't address every track. And maybe we were spoiled by like Spike Lee's documentaries where he did um, the off the wall one as well as the bad 25 one. And he deep, you know, he did a deep dive into every mm-hmm. track and we kind of understood like, um, like Michael's creative process a little bit more and all the players that he, that he interviewed were, uh, you know, introduced a little bit better. Like I just felt like the biggest thing that this documentary was missing was like the context information I felt like this if you watched this for the first time fan or not like you would have had to do some digging around to figure out who's who is this why are they talking about this what does this have to do with the album um I just I'll be honest with you and I I'm a big supporter it I feel like I'm a pretty big supporter of a lot of the estate projects um I pretty much like I pretty much like everything for the most part, like, to be honest with you. And this just missed the mark for me completely. And I probably won't be watching it again. Yeah, it was, I mean, we've talked to a couple of people and we're going to do the Black Jackson Estate. We're going to do a deep dive on this ourselves. But, you know, everybody kind of said it was a little disjointed. Uh, it, It didn't really make, there was no rhyme or reason. So like whether you chose to go down the track list or whether you chose to just do the music videos or that usually there's some kind of bigger picture that we're trying to paint here. And it really just felt like we, let's just throw all of the thriller footage that we have together and call some celebrities that people probably know and, you know, talk about whatever, um, I I was slightly disappointed. No, I was very disappointed. Let me let me be honest because it's Christmas time, and uh, I <laughs> as soon as the as soon as the credits started rolling, I turned it off. I didn't even read whatever the words at the end. I didn't read it. I was like, this was the longest hour and a half of my life. But I did enjoy the victory footage in 4K. Oh, my God! The way there that sequence was sparkling in the light. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. That. That was amazing. I can't lie about that. <laughs> uh, I'm like, now, so y'all do have the footage and y'all can make it better quality. So we're choosing not to. Okay, but that's fine. I understand. Y'all be lying please. to us. He just be lying to us because he can. He said, we don't have it, y'all. We can't do it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then John, John, I feel like Macaulay Culkin, John, John, and then John. <laughs> We get, we see that it can be done and we see you do have it. And we're really, ups- that's the thing because like, I guess it's like the fans, we don't, we don't care about Thriller 40 necessarily, unless it was done really well, which I think there's a consensus that it was kind of less than what you'd expected, but they could have just released the victory tour and high def and, you know, 4k. And we would have been, that's what the fans really want or, mm-hmm. you know you know release all of the videos in high def and you know like we really just want michael's art i want to ask you uh mj fangirl one more question before we we move on what was your impression or did you think it was valuable at one point in the documentary they talked to someone who was like the head of tiktok and they focused in on michael's impact on a a younger generation gen z millennials remixing and using his music inside of tiktok and i guess this was supposed to also connect to the idea that they're using 
Billie Jean a lot and some other tracks like Beat It. What did you think about the inclusion of that voice and that um, more modern technological space in this discussion of Thriller 40? Well, I will say this. I personally think that that section in the documentary is going to date it because five, 10 years Mm -hmm. from now, who's to Mm -hmm. say that TikTok will be around and be popping and be the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, if this was a couple years ago, maybe someone would have said something similar about Snapchat. And now who really uses Snapchat? You know, I'm sure there are some people, but I, you know, I just, I just, I don't, I'm tired of the, first of all, I'm tired of the conversation with BTS and I'm not going to, I don't want to offend anybody. I, I, I appreciate BTS and I respect them. But it's like, why do we keep doing this, you know, trying to like put them in the same ballpark as Michael because they're copying a couple of his moves? Why not talk about Michael's impact? Like you could talk about how many times those songs were sampled, right? Like Lady in My Life was sampled a bunch. Um, Same thing with PYT. Like I would have preferred a segment talking about like how Thriller impacted popular music and how it keeps going to the generations as opposed to something like TikTok where it's like, yeah, people might be like using Billie Jean, but what does that mean? Like, yeah. what does it all mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't I didn't like that part. And and I think it was unfortunate, a missed opportunity to say how the songs really impacted popular culture. TikTok is just not it. Yeah. And then they managed to dig up the head of TikTok. And I'm like, why are you even here, sir? There's a lot of people I was like, why are you even here? Uh, Other than maybe you're a fan. But like, let me tell y'all something. And I know y'all go ahead and get your Twitter fingers ready. You can at me if you want to. They had Usher on there. That's beautiful. They should have had Chris Brown. Okay. Or Mm -hmm. Sierra. And let's just be honest, uh, Chris Brown is Michael's musical child almost to a T. So if you want to talk about the impact he's had on the next generation, um, K-pop is fine. BTS is fine. But Chris Brown should have been on there. There should have been his family members should have been in there. Like his brothers were literally there with him. Yes. Yeah, that's and the you biggest couldn't myth. find a Jackson to yeah. you couldn't find one Jackson to throw in this. It's almost disrespectful, you know. It's almost very, <laughs> quite disrespectful to that family, to me but anyway. I agree. And Latoya Jackson was on PYT. You mean to tell me she was too yeah. busy? She would have right. loved this. She right. She would have well, been like. <laughs> Well, I also think, I also I also try to remember that the family does not enjoy a cozy relationship with the administrators of the estate, specifically John Branca, and that they did fight against even, and Catherine is still fighting against some of the things that they do. Mm. So there's not, it's not like we all cool here either. So, um, but you can, you can also almost kind of smell that in the air, even if you're not a fan, I think that would be something you walk away with, like as a common question, like where is this? You don't have to know that Michael was still at Havenhurst and they were that involved because they show you how involved they were via the victory tour. So then the question mm-hmm. becomes, well, where are these guys to talk about this tour that you're talking about? So, but MJ Fanger, I want to say you brought up a good point that no one had made that I heard anyway, which is the TikTok thing is going to be outdated. I, I think you're right. It ages the documentary in a way that we didn't need to age it because Thriller is such an alive piece of art. And um, even from 40 years later, and I think that they did a good job of maybe illustrating that, but we didn't need that TikTok insertion because like you said, 
it's here today. It could implode in the worst of ways. And, you know, we could find out that they're all spying on us and it's like a Chinese spy machine or something. I don't know. And then how does that look? Kind of what it is anyway, right? That's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you got it in this in the middle of this Michael Jackson documentary. Like, yeah, I think maybe not the best idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have one more beef that I want to bring up about this documentary. Yes. The Tell waters. I love the waters yes. contribution. But yeah. can I I had no idea who they were. I like had to look through <laughs> the liner notes. I'm like, yo, you couldn't have even left one sentence in to say, hey. We actually sang background on a lot of the tracks on Thriller. A lot of people might not know, but now here's our story. Like, yeah, you know, that was yeah. that background information was missing. Like Rich and Tone, I know them. You guys know them. But like, who's to say anybody like I was thinking like, OK, if my daughter, if I if I tell her, hey, come watch this documentary with me about Michael Jackson. And when she's 15, right, 15 years from now, what story is this going to tell? She's not going to know who any of these people are that are yeah, talking. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So that just didn't make sense. Even even John Branca, they, even they didn't even really uh, introduce him properly. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, we all took well, for granted. We, we just know him, but it really wasn't. We know John. I mean, the funny thing is that it, the funny thing is like fans are going to primarily consume it, but it feels like it was made for a more generic audience. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it did a good job. Even if that's the intended audience, I don't know that it did a great job of um and you know like and and this is my last 15 seconds just like i think i just agree with everything that said like generally i am supporting a lot of the estate's uh efforts even sometimes holding my nose but i still go and i and i will support them as a as a fan of the art but you know like i didn't get like why are we bringing up how michael felt about the way he looks in this document right. like why is that even a why is that even a conversation mm-hmm. inside of this conversation about the album so it also feels like propaganda, unneeded propaganda um, for Michael at the hands of the estate. And it it also it's, it's, it feels kind of needy and reaching as well. Like we don't need to talk about, we don't need to frame him as a victim at every turn, especially during a very triumphant time of his life, which is where he achieved the thing that he had been working towards and been telling everyone he was working towards. I just, stuff like that, that was in it. I was just like, why, you know? um so but you know if you've not seen it we've definitely spoiled it a bit for you yeah Uh, i guess we should put a spoiler alert and it's okay we'll put a spoiler Um, alert but honestly it's too long um oh yeah way too long for what for what you got yeah Yeah. for what you got it's too long yeah Um, wasted wasted time wasted time can i just tell you guys that i was so excited to watch this like um for those that don't know my husband's also a longtime fan like so we were both like all hyped we got my daughter to bed early and stuff and we're like yeah we're gonna sit here and watch it the amount of times that we paused like we to just complain (laughs) about stuff and like it it took us like almost two out two and a two hours and 15 minutes to get through because we were just like should we just give up like we didn't Mm -hmm. even finish it yeah same here we we so user one and i watched it together and i had to stop we had to take a bathroom break we had to go get something to eat it was just it was (laughs) just painful we were literally like okay when it gets here let's stop and take a break because i can't like it was not yeah, it was it was too it could have been 60 minutes for what they were going to ultimately do could have been about 60 minutes and I think would have been fine. I honestly didn't yeah, it, you can go through half of the people who had speaking parts maybe didn't need them. They were fillers. Yeah. They were fillers. Like I just even like the Pepsi commercial bit like oh Michael said like John 
Umbraka, Michael said he can't have a Pepsi in his hand and he can't be on camera more than three seconds, like, or his face shown more than three seconds. Like, what is all that for? What was that for? That has nothing to do with Thriller. Yes, it was the Thriller era, but it has absolutely nothing to do with the album that we are supposed to be talking about. So you could cut that. But it feels like they added things to make it a little bit longer. They asked people like Misty Copeland was there and I adore her. I love what she has done for ballet and the black community and little black girls and boys who now want to be ballerinas because of her. And yes, some of her commentary about Michael's dancing and the way his body moved, like that was relevant, but not necessary in this documentary. You know what I mean? So I, I just, I, I don't know. John clearly was like, I have a vision. This is it. And this is what we're going with. And this was Nelson George's thing as well. And I think we're also so used to seeing a Spike Lee uh, production when it comes to breaking down the albums that we almost got spoiled by Spike Lee, who really has just done a superb, just an excellent job telling Michael's story in multiple eras. And yeah. it's so personal for him too. Cause he's like, not only am I a fan, like this is someone who's a friend to me that I grew to know. And he's just, Spike Lee is one of my favorites period of all time as far as director and his vision and how he tells stories. So I think we are used to that as well. And then we get this Nelson George um, inspired piece, which, um, you know, I think just, you know, was a different turn. And I think so maybe we were going to look at it maybe a little more critical, but also I think that it just maybe missed the mark of what a lot of fans wanted. But I think we've aired our grievances uh, sufficiently and we will submit them <laughs> to management. <laughs> right. <laughs> John <laughs> and we respect a re we expect a response within within 30 to 48 days. hours yeah well, <laughs> we want a prompt response John okay but yeah I mean like I said I do but here's the good thing we, we kind of aired the bad here's the good thing I think someone's gonna see this and think wow and 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 that I think is 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 impactful and someone's gonna see it and say you know I didn't know this about Michael Jackson and I think those are the good parts of this. Uh, like when when they talked about just the Michael mania of it all in the 80s and the Grammys and the war between even these big, you know, corporate entities over Michael, you know, no, you better not let E.T. come out, pull it off the shelf, you know, we're, you know, like I think when you it, it gave a magnitude of Michael that is not overinflated, it's actually true. Um, yeah. that that's what it was. And I think people seeing that and then, you know, hearing some of those original vocals were like he's killing it like I think that that's Michael is always the win even <laughs> even when with the package is not the best delivery he's the win you know yes well Michael's always the win which is why we're here talking about him and why we have the topic that we have today so Day eight, 12 days of Christmas, guys. I'm so excited. We are talking about the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. So I want to ask you guys this first, before we go into facts about the Video Vanguard Award and some of the, the recipients of the award. Do you guys believe that this award was named for Michael Jackson before this, before you got the notes, so right, we all have notes and we all can see kind of the history of the award. Did you guys think, as I did, that this award was actually named for Michael Jackson because he was the first video vanguard person? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I did too. User one, did you did you think it was named after him because he was the first recipient? Oh yeah, initially before I found out, yeah, that was that was 
it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I and I literally have said this in conversation to people like they named it. So they had to make a category and named this award after Michael Jackson. OK, guys, so let's just start Lies. here. So you lied. I lied to people. I lied. <laughs> if I told you that, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> loud and wrong loud I, and wrong i mean i it made sense i mean you put two and two together you're supposed to get four we got five so the michael jackson video vanguard award also known as just the video vanguard award or the lifetime achievement award is a merit-based award given to recording artists and music video directors at the mtv vmas the video music awards the first vma ceremony was in 1984 and this award is presented by MTV for, quote, outstanding contributions and profound impact on music videos and popular culture. So we have to remember 1984 is the height of the thriller era, Michael Mania, Michael Jackson running wild, like Hulkamania running, running wild. The moon man that's given to these recipients is gold plated. As opposed to silver, the other people get silver moon men. If you've ever seen the VMAs, you know exactly what we're talking about. And the very first Vanguard Award was given to, drumroll, I need to insert a drumroll here, the Beatles. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. The Beatles and director Richard Lester, who were honored with the Vanguard Award at the inaugural VMAs for, quote, essentially inventing the music video for their song Help in 1965. David Bowie also received an award, a video Vanguard Award at the same ceremony. So let's stop right there for a second, guys. How do you all feel about the Beatles and Richard Lester, who was the director of the Help video, receiving the first vanguard award that's crazy to me i've i never ever like thought about the beatles and music videos together in the same sentence like i that's just so interesting that that was the thought process back then that they in you know like pioneered that um i definitely i definitely was very surprised by that um but yeah, it's very interesting because now you never hear people with that kind of like um, thought process when it comes to the Beatles. So interesting. Yeah. Um, and I hate to bring it up because it's holiday time, but we have to remember that it, this is the same MTV that would not play black artists on their on their channel. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's shocking, but it's not because you would think it by 1984 with all of the forget not thriller, not the thriller music video, but we're talking about the videos that Michael put out from the thriller album prior to this were were leaps and bounds ahead of anything we were seeing, any kind of music videos we were seeing prior to that. And the Beatles, I did a little research. So the Beatles help video was actually just a, a video of them standing and playing their instruments and singing the song help there. It wasn't um, anything fantastic. Okay. And they recorded the video so that they could play it in different places on television if they needed a filler basically is what the the video was quote re recorded for in 1965 so it wasn't what you would think about today as a as an actual music video but y'all know how i feel about the beatles i think they are overhyped I, I don't get the hype with the beatles so um good for them though 
Good for them. <laughs> and David Bowie. Good for and Bowie, listen, Bowie was so different in his time. So they got the first award for the Video Vanguard Award. Good for them. What well, a question. Hold on, another question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we recently went to see that Mot uh, a Motown cover Christmas thing with our with our stepdad, and it was pretty terrible. But there was a little video that they played, and it was of was it of the Marvelettes doing Mister Postman at a um, Detroit factory, like Ford factory? Yeah, I think it was Shop Around. I don't think it was Mister Postman. Was it, you're it right. Was a different it was, what song. Was it? Was but that yeah. before 1965? I'm just wondering. I, I don't have dates. I don't do you asking me a math question. I really don't know. Because <laughs> they said that they essentially did they were the first music video. I'm I thought about that you, video. Ma'am, I am just repeating facts. I'm just trying okay? to see if they're lying or not. That's I'm just I, I know what they <laughs> said, but I just want to know if it's a lie or not. That's all I'm asking. Probably it's revisionist history. It's, um, it, yeah. <laughs> So listen, in 1991, the award was renamed after Michael Jackson after he had previously won in 1988. Uh, and according to MTV, they renamed it the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award due to, quote, Michael Jackson's groundbreaking work as a video artist. So Michael Jackson got the distinction and the honor of having this award named after him in 1991. User one, MJ Fangirl, what do you guys think about Michael having it, finally having it renamed after him after the award had only been around for what, eight years, nine years here? I can't do that math. 91 to 84. So six, seven years. Um, and they decided, MTV said, we're going to put Michael Jackson's name on this award to make it more prestigious. Do you think that that was the right move to make or should we have just left it the Video Vanguard Award? I definitely love the fact that this was named after Michael Jackson. I think up to that point, I mean, you said 1991, right? So like he's done, you know, he had at that point done, you know, the all the thriller videos and all the bad videos. And I don't know up to what point, um, you know, he would have done anything else. But it's just, I mean, I feel like it really is honoring him in a way that they knew no one is probably ever going to top this man and what he's done with the music video and like short films and all that. So I think it's really cool that they named it after him. But my only problem is like, you know, can anybody get close enough to really be honored with this once it's named after somebody like Michael Jackson, you know? I guess we'll talk about that later. I mean exactly like i mean how much pressure does that put on an artist like if you handed me something as a, as an artist and said like this is the michael jackson award like you want to strive for my like how do you hit that how do you get to that point where you're like in the same league as michael jackson like i mean beyonce's done it but who else i guess you could argue taylor swift i <laughs> i guess but yeah. uh... like like who's it's, there right who's deserving of this award i don't know but yeah i love that they named it after michael it really shows that michael was that dude right like it just shows that he was that dude user one how do you feel about this do you think they should have just left it the video vanguard award or was this like absolutely necessary to change course and to make this the michael jackson video vanguard award yeah, you give honor where it's due. I think he at this point he he demonstrated that he is truly 
the foundation of of modern music videos and you you have to you should honor that um and so I think it was absolutely appropriate. I think that they ultimately faced the issues that come with on, uh, naming something after somebody because in time you might be upset that that name that name might cause issues, right? Or cause controversy. This is across all things, right? And it's not just Michael Jackson. It would be anything. Once you put someone's name on it, it can also turn into a source of controversy. And um, I think that that, that ultimately happened. But, it, you know, if we take the controversies aside and we just look at the actual contribution, which it's about music videos, he's absolutely deserving of it. His name should stay on it. Even in considering the controversies, his name should stay on it. And um, 100% deserved. Yeah. And like you were saying, you run the risk, right? Once you put somebody's name on something of something happening in the future, which is ultimately what happened. And we'll talk about that a little a little bit going forward. But since its inception... In 1984, the Video Vanguard Award has been awarded to 35 artists and directors, with most of them being of American or British origin. Um, There have been people from other countries who have also won this award, including uh, uh, from countries including Australia, Poland, Ireland, Barbados, Trinidad and Colombia. So let's go through some facts about the Video Vanguard Award. I thought these were fun facts, and I know you guys already have the notes, so you already know the answers to this, so I can't ask questions, but we can talk about each one. So the first fact is this. Janet Jackson was the first Black woman and the youngest recipient of the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award in 1990. She was 24 and she still holds the record for the youngest recipient. And obviously she can own, there can only ever be one first. And that was Janet. What do you guys think about Janet receiving? Now, Janet received the award two years after Michael received the award. 1990, this is, what era is this for Janet? See, we need cousin Cam and Courtney on right now so we can ask them. <laughs> I was just trying to look up. Okay, so this is 1990, you said, right? So that's Rhythm Nation. Yes. Oh, oh, that's a good time. Good time. So- yeah, so so I just want to go down like a short list of like mm-hmm. the videos because by this time it, she's done over 10 videos. What have you done for me lately? Nasty. When I think of you, control. Let's wait a while. Pleasure principle. Miss you much. Rhythm Nation. Come back to me. Escapade. All right. Black Cat. And love will never do without you. That's all hits. All yeah, hits. All, all hits oh. and all like really iconic music videos. If you think about those videos, like all of them have you know, something that comes to your mind for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool that she received it at such a young age. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, that doesn't even include like other ones, you know, like, um, like if, and that's the way love goes, you know? So yeah, it, it could have been a little premature, you know, but, but Hey, she kept coming out with bangers after that. So very well deserved in my opinion. Oh, yeah. She deserved it. I mean, Rhythm Nation. So for Janet, we did uh, a couple of we did an episode about the sisters and we did one full one on Janet. Janet at this point had already like had her very first album that nobody talks about because nobody bought it. Right. And she came (laughs) back from that and hit us with the Control album and then um, Rhythm Nation right after that. So Janet went from I don't think she's cut out for this right she's michael's little sister but i don't think she's cut out for this to being the biggest female pop star in the world 
in a short span. And so honestly, like, and her videos are very different than Michael's videos, right? Like, they it wasn't like she was well except for the military jacket michael said she stole that from him and he he wished user one do it do it do the voice do it do the line oh i said i could kill you <laughs> i know what he said <laughs> <laughs> but it's my sister so i said you can you use it <laughs> <laughs> Michael was very upset about the military jackets, but uh, other than that, allegedly, that was Michael's idea and Janet stole it. Other than that, her videos were very different from Michael's. So she brought her own kind of sexiness and sass and and class to music videos of the day. I mean, think about her compared to No Shade, compared to Madonna's videos of the same era, like the late eighties, early nineties, you know, while Madonna was rolling around on the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no shade. If you like Madonna, good for you. Um, and Janet was talking about, you know, music by our side to erase the color line. She's doing this very precise dancing, very like tight moves. I mean, well-deserved mother, well-deserved. All right, so we're going to move on to our second fact about the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, and that is that LL Cool J in 1997 was the very first hip-hop artist to receive this award. Have you guys, you guys have like LL Cool J videos that live rent-free in your mind? Ooh. Um, I'm trying to think rent-free anyone where he's uh or paying paying rent but a slight rent how about that paying low rent <laughs> if it's not rent free um, I, mean, I, I was actually that was one of the most like one of the most surprising things to me because he didn't to me seem like a music video artist in my hmm. mind yeah but i'm trying to think like was there anything maybe hey lover standing at the bus stop is that in my mind is that even that song I don't yeah, know. that's him. Yeah, that's okay, him. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but so um... <laughs> around this time, you got like around the way, girl. Um, <laughs> Mama said, "Knock you out." <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, good for hmm. you, LL. We love this for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm we I'm really glad do for LL. You know, he's from New York, like me, so I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have Show solidarity. Him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I can't say anything bad about um Cool James. Yeah, I mean, I guess as far you. as hip hop artists, I'm thinking of who else if you wanted to give it to a hip hop artist who had really shown like that they, they could cross over. Man, I don't know who else we would give it to. Can I give an unpopular opinion? I know this is gonna be really bad with the timing now, but to me, Diddy had more impactful videos like over not his the, career not the puff puff okay what time know, did what, what year was what year did he get this this was in 1997 and prior to yeah so i think a, i might agree yeah yeah we have a list here um so if you go down the list prior to this um you've got acts like uh david byrne madonna uh peter gabriel M george michael bon jovi um guns and roses rolling stones uh, you've got those types of acts that were receiving this award prior to 97 when mark romanek and ll cool j in the same year got the the gold moon man so 
they really switched it up. Like, you know. Yeah, it was a lot of rock. And then there in comes LL Cool J. I mean, you know what? I think now I'm going to go backwards and watch some of his music videos because who knows? Maybe at the time it was like pretty like... um Groundbreaking. Maybe he was, yeah, maybe he was yeah. one of the only like hip hop artists that was because I do remember his videos did have like a storyline. Like I kind yeah. of remember that. Yeah, that's and, true. Like, the mama said knock you out. He was in the boxing ring. So that was kind of like cinematic. Cool. And maybe they were also just ham like running off the adrenaline of he also had a really big acting career at this point. And he had a TV show and he was in a number of movies. So when you add it all up, it's kind of like, okay, he's like this total package in 97 for sure. In 97 for sure. And we mm-hmm. still love you. Uh, we'll, oh hey, yeah, absolutely. Come on on the show, baby. We'll talk, let's talk to you about that. Uh, hey, level with, uh, with that Michael sample in it. All right. So yes, our <laughs> next. Forty should have mentioned. Anyway, right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we just need to rewrite all of Thriller 40 and have them reshoot it. But um. <laughs> So our next fun fact is that the Queen Mother, Beyonce, in 19, I'm sorry, in 1914, it wasn't that long ago, y'all, in 2014, uh, was only the second Black woman and the fourth woman ever to win the illustrious Gold Moon Man for the, as the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Her husband, Jay-Z, presented her with the award while holding Little Blue Ivy, uh, who is now a star in her own right. What do you guys think about Beyonce? being only the second black woman so we're going from 1990 when janet won all the way up to 2014 before we have another black woman win this award um i was and to be honest with you i was thinking in my mind like who could have been a good recipient yeah but but i know um like well, I don't want to f- go forward too much, but there's an artist that I think should have gotten it maybe before her, like in the early 2000s, that ended up not getting it until 2019. So that's okay, the only that's person true. that, that mm-hmm. I could think of, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah. vid- videos are are, an, are an interesting medium. They really take creativity, thoughtfulness, you know, good direction, some level of acting from somebody and it's difficult to kind of hit all those points well every pretty much every time you do it and I think that this award kind of demonstrates that they just be filling in the gap sometimes I'd be like okay whatever or they start giving it to people who are big parts of making music videos and you know that sort of thing it's it's not an easy form I think for artists who most of whom are pretty much just singers and or dancers that are now being at or just singers being asked to dance and being asked to act in some sort of way uh, that's believable right. uh, and to tell stories. I think Michael, re- the reason he's so hard to touch is because he did that at such a high level. Beyonce does an excellent job as well um, in her videos. You know, um, I don't really think she's a good actress. Um, <laughs> I, don't think she, I, I don't think Beyonce could talk good, but anyway, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> I don't think she's a good actress. And I'm thinking about that movie she did with Idris Elba, and I'm like, that was really. Oh bad. my god, that oh, was terrible. Obsessed. Was... Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. it remember the name? Fun, it was a fun watch. That could not be taken <laughs> yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's not to be taken. It was seriously, like a Tubi yeah. movie. Yeah, I love Tubi. So yeah, it could go on Tubi. It could go on Tubi. It could come on Tubi. Yeah, um, probably is tra- on Tubi. Listen, Training Day is on Tubi, and that's an excellent movie. So Tubi on the on the come up. Um, 
but she but i think this is a hard medium so yeah i can't think of too many people to fill the gap but janet also it has again just did a masterful job taking videos and elevating them um and so did beyonce let me uh since we're talking about beyonce now and she's just i think she's she she gets she's gotten really quiet over the years probably just tired like michael you just get tired yeah I was um, say michael got really quiet over the years too he, he stopped talking to people because he was sick of, he was sick of his yeah and it gets <laughs> you know? difficult because then every time you say something it's a big problem so yeah. she's gotten really quiet but she's definitely deserving again she is definitely she's she's a marquee artist of this generation so she she deserves that for her videos absolutely uh so we're gonna trudge along and we are going to go to our very first latin star to win the illustrious gold moon man for the michael jackson video vanguard award and that was j-lo in 2018 of course shakira won this past year or this year now 2023 and she was the second latin star to receive the gold moon man uh what do you guys think about j-lo being the first latina to win I never really thought about Jennifer Lopez as being like a groundbreaking or innovative music video artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really have a lot of respect for the fact that she has a lot of hits, you know, but yeah, that never really, she never really stood out to me as far as a music video artist. I will say though, that I do have a lot of love for the waiting for tonight with the green lasers. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. User one, how's your uh, J-Lo? Uh, <laughs> your J-Lo, uh, well, J-Lo. What's your J-Lo love? J-Lo's a great dancer. We know she was a fly girl and we know she can, she's got the moves and her videos are, um, you know, you sound Jenny like, from the block. Jenny you from sound the block. like <laughs> Miss Aretha Franklin when she said beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like she can dance she, uh. i mean she can she's a really good she's actually a really good dancer um and i don't i'm not i'm not really a fan of the voice so much but she's got like catchy songs i think that again i think at some point this award start they whether they are saying it or not it starts to encompass more than just people's videos i think yeah. it starts to become like a total package especially when people are impressive all around because again here's someone who started started as a fly girl for for what we saw of her moved on to becoming a recording artist and then becomes this huge movie star yeah so yes, i think yeah. they start to like <laughs> total package some certain people so it, it's, yeah. it's hard to fight against it you know and i think um, maybe at some point because honestly like like shakira like she's an international superstar like she's i i love shakira um i i, I don't hate or love j-lo she's there you know i i think Maybe almost like with the Grammys, at some point, this award probably started to get really political and and labels probably started trying to push their own particular artists on MTV. Like, hey, you should give it to Blase Blase Blah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think maybe, I mean, not to say that JLo hasn't worked her booty off because she's the girl that's working. Um, that's I'm going to keep it. I'm going to leave it right there. Um, so since 2013, the recipients of the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award have been invited to perform a medley of their hits leading up to their acceptance speech. 
the ones that I remember vividly, and I feel like MJ fangirl, it's not a good time to mention this person's name, but I I remember watching Justin Timberlake's Like a Hawk. Uh, I remember watching Nicki Minaj's uh, performances. Uh, do you guys have any of the performances that you remember, like, tuning into the VMA specifically to watch that person perform? I feel like I really watched the Missy Elliott one. Mm, yeah, Missy. Missy yeah, in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I I remember like um seeing like the little girl from the video and she was like mm-hmm. a, an adult <laughs> dancing <laughs> from the um was it from Work It or one of those videos that she did. Mm-hmm. But but I always thought that she was like such an innovator and her videos just were so cool visually. That would yeah, be the I one agree. that I remember. Yeah, hers was really great. Yeah, we were intentionally seeing hers. I remember um I think I'm trying to think like I I feel like I watched Rihanna's on purpose. It's it, you know, it's I think that the BMAs, the the actual Vanguard Award performance becomes the thing people want to see and now we don't have to sit through the whole thing. We can just mm-hmm. wait for Until it to the next day. Not yep. even the next day. We just got to wait a couple minutes after it airs and then it's going to be a bunch of videos online and, you know, we can watch it. We don't have to actually tune in. But yeah, Missy's is a highlight, more recent highlight um, of the award. And she, I mean, like like MJ Fanger said, her mind is just in another planet. She's just so creative. Yeah, I love Missy. I love, so, so Justin Timberlake was the first to be able to perform his medley in 2013. Beyonce in 2014, Kanye West in 2015, Rihanna in 2016, The Artist Pink in 2017, J-Lo in 2018, Missy in 2019, and then we have the COVID years, 2020, 2021, there were no recipients of the award, and then 2022, Nicki Minaj, and then 23, Shakira. So those are the only artists that have been able to perform their biggest hits before receiving the awards. Everybody else kind of got a nice, cute little speech, um, you know, people saying nice things about them, a nice little video package, and then they went up there and said what they had to say. So... We are going to round out this episode, but before we go, I want to have some fun and I want to see how shady we all can be because it's Christmas time. So I have three questions I'm going to ask each of the users and we're going to chat about it a little bit and then we're going to let you guys go. So the first question is this, we have a full list and what we'll do guys is we will make a a Google doc of this list and we will share them and link them in the show notes so you can see all of the recipients of the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Who on this list are you surprised to see? Are there any artists that you're surprised to see on this list? We'll start with user one. I'm surprised to see. Okay, so let me be clear. I don't know everybody on this list. So um, I know who, uh, who some of these people, P- Peter, Gabriel, don't know you. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh let's see the red heart chili peppers i know you hype williams okay that's fair um i don't know that i'm so shocked by anyone except for maybe le beatles <laughs> el beatles i don't really know and i have an update on what i told you guys so matter oh my fact, Lord. this is a great time for me to talk about my update insert the so, shade go ahead so remember i said earlier wasn't there a video and they were it was like in in the factory and i felt that was a music video okay it was 
with Martha and the Vandellas singing mm. inside of an uh, a Ford factory in Detroit. And that was in 1965, in June of 1965. And it was for Nowhere to Run, the song Nowhere to Run. The Beatles little did that for that movie Help. <laughs> that was in July of 65. So if the numbers and what I'm seeing is correct, it sh- the first award looked like it should have maybe gone to Martha and the Vandellas. Um, I'm throwing it out there. You, yeah. Now, so the video, apparently, <laughs> the video apparently that we saw only got rediscovered again a couple of years ago, but it was it it was a part of uh, a CBS show in June of '65 called "It's What's Happening, Baby," hosted by a disc jockey named Murray the K. So that and I mean it's pretty much a music video. Am I wrong? Using one point five? I it was definitely a music video. Yeah. The ladies looked stunning. They were so cute. Um, yeah. I mean, I you're not wrong. Uh, so we uh, need to take that award. Okay, call, well, it's already Paul. been given. No, call don't Paul. call Paul. No, we're not calling Paul. You, they already have it. You can't take it back now, because yes, they they've had it since 1984. <laughs> Is that fair? Do you think that's fair? Was it fair if they got it and they weren't the first? And they matter. said that's why they were giving it to them. MTV said they were the first. Yeah. All right. So yeah, they definitely are my shock to see here. Now that I've learned more, how <laughs> dare you, <laughs> Martha? <laughs> And the Vandellas. I'm shocked that you're here because you weren't the first. That's okay. that's that's what I have well, to say about that. Well, they said for essentially inventing the music video, so they didn't say they had the first music video. People are always trying to play the words. language was <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to be fair. You know, I, we're gonna move on to MJ Fangirl. MJ Fangirl, what? Who are you kind of shocked to see or surprised to see on this list? I was surprised. I mean, we already talked about it at length, but I'm surprised to see J-Lo because, again, like, I mean, the videos were fun. Like, and I'm sure a lot of us millennials can relate to, like, you know, watching the video with her and LL Cool J or Ja Rule. Like, those were fun. (laughs) But it didn't really speak to me as, like, anything innovative. So that would be my surprise there. Yeah, I um, I agree uh with you i'm not a huge uh j-lo fan uh and for many reasons but also i agree that her videos are not innovative i also agree with user one uh the beatles are are i feel like they were like because of how people i don't want to say people in general how certain people feel about the beatles and their contribution to music i feel like that was like the really easy safe kind of choice for mtv especially when you're having an award show you want people to tune into right and this was the very first one and what's your selling line the Beatles are going to be there you know um I, I don't get the hype again about them I don't think they're great singers I don't think they're great anything except for writers but uh, good for them good for they might be great people but I don't know <laughs> that either um and you two I don't know that I've seen any you well I don't know the beautiful day video was pretty cool if you two uh, should be on this list but i mean maybe i'm not familiar with them enough to say there are actually a lot of people on this list that i wasn't familiar with including zibanel ribginski i can't yeah. pronounce the name but i'm gonna have to yeah i'm gonna have to try to get myself a little bit more well versed with some of these artists because yeah, it's I'm a lot of yeah it's a lot of like who are you sir up here um because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who you are all right so 
the inverse question now, guys. Who on this list are you like they 100 besides Michael? Let me let me take Michael off the table because y'all get we gonna talk about Michael. Um, but besides Michael Jackson, who absolutely deserves to be on this list, who else are you like, you know what? You absolutely have earned every bit of you being on this list. I definitely think Kanye West has had some really cool music videos. Um, and I think he deserved to be recognized for those. Like I just I just I really respect a lot of what he's done, what he has done, um, especially like in the beginning of his career, you know, as an artist and like very like really cool storylines. And I just, you know, I always think about stuff like all falls down and um, oh, gosh, yes. Oh, yeah, and touch the sky. And even like the what's it called? Um, the one where he sampled PYT. Um, oh, a good life. Yes. Like that yeah. video was cool, too. And flashing lights like i don't even know if flashing lights was out in 2015 when he got it but still just really cool yeah kanye oh we kanye we want you to come back to us hun uh user one (laughs) who deserves to be on this list besides michael besides michael kanye absolutely i think janet the people we've named um hype williams has just been Mm. involved with so many videos that we loved growing up um I'm just looking at some of them. Big Pimpin'. It doesn't matter. Why Cliff with The Rock? Uh, he's, I mean, he's done so many that, especially as, you know, growing up in the, in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s, like this guy is all over all the videos you love. So I think that definitely is earned uh, at that point and deserving. And um, so I'm glad that he made the list. Uh, he, I mean, differences by Genuine, so many. Just too many. The Color of Love, Boys to Men, Ja Rule, and Ashanti, wonderful. Um, so I'm glad he's there. There's a lot of great talent on the list, and I, I don't think that these are heavy hitters. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a baby list. Even if you don't agree with them being up there, or they, it feels kind of odd that they're there, they're still heavy hitters in in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree. Everybody that's already been mentioned definitely deserves to be on this list. I want to shout out Britney Spears, who got the award in 2011. I love her videos. That uh, Oops, I Did It Again video with that red bodysuit and the, the pony with the swoop, like that video <laughs> lives rent free in my head. Okay, because I remember when that video came out thinking, oh, my God, I'd never seen anybody with like a bodysuit on like that and just wearing it like proud. Like, I mean, leather. That was great. The baby one more time video. We all remember her sitting in that uh, classroom tapping that pencil on the desk ready to go yeah that was a good video you know what i mean like it's like so i think britney definitely deserves to be on this list because she has had some icon whether you think she's a great artist terrible artist crazy whatever she has had some iconic videos that as millennials we will never forget right and when they come on you're gonna stop and you're gonna listen even her reference in the oops i did it again video to the titanic iconic because if you've never seen Titanic, you don't know what she means when she says, I thought the old lady dropped in the ocean at the end. <laughs> and he's like, well, baby, I went down and got it. I went and you. got it for you. And she said, oh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, Brittany's a once in a lifetime sort of talent as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a tragedy that she wasn't able to do like a medley of her songs because they didn't start doing that until until two years later. But 
All right, so we have gone through the Video Vanguard Award, but we can't end this episode without talking about the controversy. So the Video Vanguard Award was named for Michael Jackson, renamed for Michael Jackson in 1991, and it was later named the Lifetime Achievement Award in 2003. In 2004, it went back from the Lifetime Achievement Award to the Video Vanguard Award. And in 2009, when Michael passed away, his name was put back on the award as the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. It wasn't until the liars of Leaving Neverland came out in what year was that y'all 2018 2019 oh they've been around for a minute yeah. 20, anyway. whatever mm-hmm. that was when mtv decided to take michael jackson's name off of the video vanguard award where it still is no longer called the michael jackson video vanguard award but artists such as Nicki minaj such as shakira such as a, a lot of artists are still referencing Michael in their acceptance speeches and they are still calling it as we are the Michael Jackson video Vanguard award. So ladies in closing, what do you guys think about the controversy and should Michael's name be put back on this award permanently? Definitely think his name should be put back on it. I mean, I, I think that it's sad because, you know, Michael Jackson did so much to revolutionize the entire medium of the music video short film and to not have his name on there also is like, it's it's also like kind of a slap in the face to the artists who are winning. Cause like, I feel like if I was to win that as an artist and it's like the Michael Jackson award, like that's telling you that you're like the best in your, the best, you know, in your um playing field mm-hmm. at that moment. Um, So like, yeah, I would have loved to get that as an artist and it's to say Michael Jackson video Vanguard award. Why not? Yeah, no, I agree completely. Yeah, I think his name should go back on it. I think this is just the reality of, um, no, I I will say this. If Michael had been convicted in his lifetime of being um, a a criminal, a predator of children, I could understand taking his name off. Um, But given in his lifetime, he actually faced these allegations in a court of law, was acquitted of all charges, um, and maintained that innocence till the day he died. If the reasoning for taking his name off is based on the allegations that have cropped up since he's died by people who, while he was alive, said nothing like this ever happened to them, then that's totally, it's unfair. And it's not um, like, you know, it's it's not needed, right? At that point to me, you, you leave his name on because these are, at this point, these are allegations that, even if let's say the which I don't think is going to happen, you take these guys claim all the way to the end. And let's say that they are found that Michael Michael's entities are found to be liable. That still would prove absolutely nothing concerning Michael's guilt or innocence about the allegations because he's just not here to defend himself. And I don't even think that's going to happen. So yeah, I think that the reasoning is based on just allegations. And I think that's a slippery slope to go down of removing or uh you know d- you know dishonoring or removing honor from someone just based on allegations and i know that we brought up diddy and i would say it's the same thing with him right ultimately we can choose to believe them or not but he's denied them and as soon as enough money came cassie's way she 
bowed out of her lawsuit, which she initially said she was filing to give a voice. Um, so, you know, allegations alone just should not be the basis for taking someone's name off of something, um, especially when they're not here. As in Michael's case, you're just not here to defend yourself. Right. And and the thing also is like, oh, who else has done music videos better? Like, just like from a bottom line standpoint, like, I get that they don't want their name to be attached to controversy and all that and, and everything, but it just kind of like takes away the meaning because like now Michael's not here and he hasn't been here for some time now and I haven't seen many great music videos since then. So it, it, to me, it's like, okay, if you don't want this to be the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, then just like shelve it then, you know, yeah. don't make it like a, now it's just like the basic generic Vanguard Award because it doesn't, I feel like it doesn't mean as much now. No. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't and I, mean anything to the people they're giving it to with they're standing right. up there and saying, I'm so excited to receive the Michael Jackson award. So, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. And you Missy, too, I think Missy said Michael's name, too. I think Missy was like, it's a Michael Jackson. Thank you to Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah, it's just like I said, like, if you're going to remove people's name and, and I get in some instances, you should remove names or you should remove the statute or you should remove, the, you know what I mean? But in I think if you, you each case has to stand on its own thing and in Michael's it's like why why do you need to do you don't need to, you shouldn't do that um that's just you know pandering to the the crowd of people who just are going to be angry regardless or you know whatever um but because I don't really think there's a controversy there um if we're really looking at it clear-eyed there's really no controversy here his name can stay on Absolutely. And if you're going to take Michael's name off, then just don't call it the, the Vanguard Award. Call it the Lifetime Achievement Award, as you did in 2003 when Duran Duran got the award. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. don't, just just don't call it a Vanguard Award because every artist is going to get up here and be like, thank you to, you know, like, what's her name said? Thank you to my man. Thank you to Michael Jackson <laughs> <laughs> for pioneering this medium you know what I mean so I totally agree with both of you there's no reason to take his name off of the award MTV really should be ashamed because if we're gonna be honest Michael Jackson saved MTV because yep. who was watching MTV before Michael Jackson's videos were on there yeah I Agreed. mean let's just tell the truth now since we're here uh if Yetnikoff hadn't said listen you put michael on or nobody on they put michael on and mtv blew up because everybody wanted to see what michael was doing even when michael was having world premieres he was having world premieres on network television and on mtv and their subsidiaries vh1 and what other things they own so michael has been very good to them and has paid them and has made them a lot of money Put that man name on that award. Absolutely. Give him his yeah. honor. You know, just let's, you know, let's just honor people where we, where we should. And, um, you know, and I think this, you know, like, that's, that's a, a broader conversation in America. I don't know how it is in other countries. We are in a very hypersensitive environment about, you know, people not being recognized if they are also problematic. And it's, <laughs> and, and it's kind of like this, you, the problem is not that you shouldn't recognize them. It's that even if someone's problematic or you perceive them to be the problem that we've had in America is that you won't, you hide the problematic pieces. And and now we're talking like from a historical perspective, right? When you hide the problematic pieces, it makes it difficult to then celebrate the things that, you know, are just also the fact or the reality. Michael kind of got caught up in that thing. And I don't know if it's just uniquely American at this point, 
um but he's caught up in it as yeah. well yeah, yeah i agree all right well thank you guys for joining us on our video vanguard journey and thank you so much to mj fangirl for joining us today wait a minute i got one more question oh god where's where michael's award who Where's Michael's like award um, the for physical what? award the the his Vanguard award? You mean who got it? it? Probably probably where John. Is it? It's probably in John's office. If you know where it is, guys, is it in one of those big storage units that they no, got? No, I told you it's probably in John's art. You think it's John, John probably got <laughs> that. He got that award and he got all eight of them Grammys from from Thriller, <laughs> and he got all of that sitting in his office. I guarantee you. If I'm wrong, I will. I feel like uh, I fr- I will eat a koala if I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> John got them awards. Okay, they not in storage. Wonder where nowhere. they're at? Like where? Where's it? That would be kind of cool, right? Like to it's be able to say, Moon like, Man. this is Michael's award. Yeah, I saw some of the Moon Man at the um the Thriller Nights. Oh, really? Yeah, they had um like they had a display in one of the rooms. I think it was like the library room. They transformed it into like a little um like a thriller. Uh, exhibition and they had like a bunch of awards displayed not I don't think there were any Grammys I think <laughs> so that, those might still be in John's office but the moon <laughs> men there were a bunch of moon men that were there <laughs> wow yeah I hope I hope they're somewhere with the family I hope they're with the family and uh yeah that's all aw- Michael's got so many awards he, he, this is like collecting uh quarters or something at some point I'm sure I, I want I want this is what John please li- this is our grown-up Christmas list John okay please listen to us all of Michael's awards I want you to take them and put them all very nicely like in a room in some uh, take a picture we want to see them all together just so that people can understand the magnitude of this man i think he like up until a few years ago had won like the most american music awards in history um obviously he won the most grammys in one night like take all those awards give us something john john good gracious we can't get nothing (laughs) just a picture you ain't even got to go nowhere sir move them take a picture of your office so we can see all those horses (laughs) yeah he probably got them yeah oh he does you think he don't you know into that's a talking piece as soon as somebody walk in his office he's like you want to see uh the the michael's video vanguard award (laughs) it's over here But y'all want to get Jeffrey for what it, whatever little items he had from that house. Anyway, I'm glad. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> that's been settled. I'm glad that's been settled. <laughs> Jeffrey didn't deserve that smoke. Y'all up here acting a fool and got his holding Michael stuff hostage, holding footage hostage. But y'all mad because he got a couple of plaques. Come on now. Anyway, that's another episode and another time. MJ Fangirl, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you want to say to the listeners or to anything in general before we log off today? No, I just want to say that I'm super excited to be a part of this 12 Days of Christmas um, celebration here. <laughs> and yeah, I'm really excited um, Yeah, just to have been able to chat with you ladies again. It's always a fun time. And if you're interested, definitely check out my channel on uh, on YouTube. I I have not posted as much as I have been in the last couple of you know in the in, in the last several months, but I've been posting some pretty fun videos um, over the last couple weeks. So check them out. 
Yes. You've also got out. a reaction video to Thriller 40 as well, right? Yes. I just, I posted that, um, yeah, the day after it came out. It's a very um, real and raw reaction. <laughs> and I filmed it at midnight. So go and check it out. Yeah. So, so if you want to hear more about, if you want to hear MJ Fangirl expound on her yeah. thoughts on Thriller 40, definitely go check that out. And is that the most recent video or is there something more recent than than that one? Mm-hmm. The most recent video actually is going up um, by the time uh, this goes up, they'll they'll see it's a video with um with a Randall, who's also, I, I think, a friend of the Randall, show here. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, we uh, did a, a reaction to some AI artificial intelligence versions of Michael Jackson songs. And we oh, talked about fun. whether they sound like him or not. yeah ai is the the thing yeah it's the thing have you guys seen where the celebrities are going guys don't fall for the ai celebrity scams people saying it's us it's not us that's so scary it really is it really is yeah it really is well check out mj fangirl at mj fangirl tv on youtube and mj fangirl blog on all other social medias did i get that right yes perfect okay so Thank you again so much for joining us today. And thank you guys for hanging out with us for the 12 days of Christmas. She'll interrupt me again if I don't give user one the chance to say anything else. User one, anything else you want to say before we log off today? Come on back now, you hear? Okay. Day nine. That's that's why. That's why I don't let her talk. We will be back tomorrow with day nine. (laughs) La 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 la.